Can I just say? Go on. Uh, moving slightly on, how brilliant are we? And welcome to episode 9 of The Conversation. My name's Alan Porter. My name's Tom Hutchison. And how are you today, sir? Feeling dandy like cotton candy. Feeling good? Yeah, feeling alright. So, should we talk about cars? Let's talk. We haven't done that before. Let's talk about cars. Let's talk about cars. What's your history with the motor car, Tim? My history with the motor car is I know nothing about the motor car. Fact. Yeah. yeah. Um, for, for the listeners, if you ask Tom what kind of car something is. In fact, I think he, in our very first podcast, we I revealed that uh, my car's so old it still has the wind down windows. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom would only describe a car by its colour. What kind of car you got? I've got a blue one. Yes, that, and that is that is no exaggeration as to yeah. the uh, insight. Um, the motor that I have, um, I currently have, and have always had, <laughs> is eleven years old. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking to buy a new one. Um, yeah. You currently drive a Ford Fiesta. A fi- an old Ford Fiesta. Yeah. It's a good car, though. Ah, it's a brilliant car. That car will last forever. That that will be here when the killer robots take over. It really will. And yeah. uh, it will lead the resistance. <laughs> Quite frankly, it's that good. Lots of tiny little Fords. Just, yeah. Uh, just all, all getting under the skin of the large it robots. It will destroy the Terminators. Um, yeah, but uh, I could do a new one. But, I, you know, because I haven't bought a car for literally donkey's years... Yeah. Uh, getting back into the idea of buying a car, oh, it's all a bit complicated. It is. Um, so, you know, HP and uh, all this kind of stuff. You and, don't want none of that. No, I don't want none of that. No, no. no. I don't that's, want that's, Yeah, no. You never, you never go into a car dealership with no money. No. Um, I mean, as you say, you've... You've, you've, you've bought more recently, obviously. You've I, got I, I a bought, cash I've had, guy. I've had lots of cars, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I bought my first car in 2005. Um, I, bought, I was quite light, late to the car buying game. What was that? It was a, a Renault Clio, mm. um, and I, I bought that particularly because I mean it was kind of it was good for what we were doing at the, at the time. I wanted something that was like small and cool, and um, uh, and it was it was quite spacious inside. So when we was going to gigs and we had band equipment, we could fucking just fill that little thing up and and fly away. Um, mm. Not literally fly away. It wasn't that good. You can get all your, your speakers and your guitars. And yeah, we stuff, got we yeah. got everything in there. Mm. Um, and I had that for I had that for a year or so. Um, and then I I had lots of issues with it mechanically, but they were all hilarious. So, the, for instance, I couldn't turn. Excuse me, I couldn't turn right without the engine cutting off. <laughs> oh, that could be a problem. Yeah, it was. It was. It was quite a problem. Uh, and I was like, oh, it was just a. You'd think it was fixed. Like I'd try everything, and you think it was fixed, and then you go, oh, "This is brilliant." It worked for like half an hour, and then I turn right, and the engine would cut off, and you go, Jesus. "Fuck!" That's quite bad. Yeah. I mean, when I say turn right, I'm not talking just like a little bend. I mean, it was a proper ninety degree. You, you turn ninety degrees, you turned into a road right way. It would just boo, power down. Um, wow, yeah, that's bad. Not great. Did um, you manage to sell it? Yeah, I sold it. I went to a <laughs> interesting. So I went to a dealership that I specifically picked out because it was on a one-way system. And the one-way system only had left turns in it. Fantastic. Yeah, which is a uh, chariots of Romford. If anyone's worrying, uh, <laughs> wondering if you bought a Renault Clio from there about six years ago, then um, well, that's six years ago. It's more than that, isn't it? Um, for, for around Eight two, years. Two thousand and six. Yeah. Then uh, yeah, that's me. Seven years ago. So um, yeah, so I had that, and then I I, I swapped that in for a. Um, Ford Fusion. 
which nice. is a, yeah, they are what a beautiful thing. What a fusion. Uh, which was uh, gold or a Jewish racing brown, as it's more commonly known as. <laughs> um, and um, it, it's a real boxy car, and I love boxy cars. I love boxy things. I think it's it's simple. It's like a, it looked like a little shoebox. It was cool, but it was quite spacious. It was it was like a. It was tall. It's quite, it's quite tall and quite boxy, and it, had, it was quite industrial inside. It was all wiped down, which is good for dogging, but not that I did any of that. Um, <laughs> but you could fold all the seats down really easily, and you could just stick. There was not wasn't a single thing that I tried to fit in that car. They couldn't fit in it. Wow. Like big UPVC doors, like uh, patio doors and stuff. I got them in there. Uh, like a whole house's worth of decking. I got all that in there. It was pretty, like it was like a little van, and because it was all rubber and like fold down stuff and wipe clean it didn't really matter you couldn't really break anything no. so it was kind of cool and it was nice and high up and great for murders then yeah it was really good for murders really good for yeah, murders yeah it, it really helped with that <laughs> um, so I mean thinking back on it now it's a terribly unstylish car uh, it had no personality whatsoever um, it was just it was just I am a car I will drive around so so when you got your latest car a cash car yeah I had one in between that though oh you did you we, yeah we had a, a KA or a Ford K. oh yes you did uh, which was t- technically Natalie's car um, yeah. But I drove it every single day. That was a flipping brilliant car. Was it? Yeah, it's like a little roller skate. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, they're so much fun to drive. They're just yeah. need a little go kart. They're thing. zippy, aren't they? Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that was uh, the thing was that one was like a top of the line one that she bought, mm. um, and it had everything. You know, power windows, air conditioning, CD player, MP3 player. Had the 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 button that we've discussed before that got rid of all that gets rid of the mist on the front windscreen. Oh yeah, the diffu- button which the Fusion had as well, mm. which is sorely missed in my current car. Yeah, um, I, I, my car doesn't even have buttons. Yeah, <laughs> yours has valves. It's like steampunk. It's one it? step up from a choke. That's what it is. Um, uh, yeah, and now, so when you when you bought your new one, yeah, your latest one, yeah, because obviously I, I haven't got a, I haven't got a clue about this sort of thing. Right? Nissan Qashqai, I've got now. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was the process? Did you get get it from a main dealer? Yeah, was it a local. Yeah, I went to a Nissan main dealer. Um, what were they like? Were they arseholes? Were they all right? Well, because I went in Did there, they fleece you. I went in there with money in my pocket and dreams in my heart, and. Oh. Um, I went in there, and, and you know they're salesmen, but you've got to think car salesmen are really the scum of the earth. They are. The they're lo- up there with estate agents, right? On, down there, sir. Down there. Below. Um, yeah. They're, no, they're they're just they're horrid. I mean, it's it's such anyone selling anything has an agenda, and their agenda is to sell things, and obviously they operate on commission. These guys don't earn a good basic. They just they they get paid on commission, and they are full of shit, and they're really insincere. And Nissan aren't particularly bothered about these people. You know, having any kind of uh, morals at all, as no one cares. I mean, they're just. Mm. They're I'm, just there. I'm sure it's not just Nissan. No, of, of course, course not. It's, it's everyone. Everyone who sells these things. So I went in there and I, I test drove a, a couple of cars and I found one that I liked. Um, and then we, you know, uh, and it was it was good. Uh, and I liked this was it. a second hand model, yeah. It was, yeah. It was three years old. Okay. Um, it was three years old, and my intention was to part X the two cars I currently had, because um, Betty was really young at the time. Mm-hmm. I think she was. I think she would have only been. Uh, she would have only been four or five months old, um, and we didn't need two cars because Natalie was on maternity leave. Yep. Um, I, I had some money in my pocket and time to spare, <clears throat> and I, I was get. I, I was just about to start a new job, so it wasn't really a problem uh, to buy a new car. So I did that. Um, and when, when to go in there, Part X in it. And to be honest with you, they pulled my pants down on the Part X. Uh, as they do, they, they, they have to make money at every step of the game. This mm-hmm. is the thing. Mm-hmm. They make money on you buying the car from them. Yep. 
So they have a cut there. And if you part X anything, yep. then they'll give you less than it's actually worth if you went on a private sale so they can yeah, that makes take, take money off of that, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now, I knew that the two cars that I was part Xing had issues, which they didn't test. I, I was quite sly with the way that I got around that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, All left turns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't ever change gear in this one. Um, it doesn't like it. The, the Fusion needed a new clutch, like like nobody's business, and the suspension was gone on the KA, like you read about. It was just mm-hmm. it was dropped significantly. Now, luckily, it was snowing quite heavily at the time, so they did, couldn't really check anything. Uh, it was too cold, so, so I had the two cars parked in there, and the guy came out to to check things and. I left the cars purposefully covered in snow so that the one thing that he'd do to try and catch me out would be to wipe all the snow off. Right. Like, like, and he did that. He goes, oh, you've got to wipe all the snow. I said, I'm not doing that. You do that. Mm. So he did that. Like, I said, I'll show you. I'll find all these scratches on the car. There was nothing there. They were spotless. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't drive it. He didn't drive any of them. Right. Um, I tell a lie, he drove the KA, but because it was all snowy and stuff, he just sort of slowly went around this car park and there's no bumps in the car park so you didn't feel the suspension was fucked right um, so that was kind of cool but they pulled my pants down a little bit on those cars gave me less than they were worth mm. but then there's the convenience factor there you do that you part exit because you can't be asked to do private selling and stuff yeah like. and there's a, major, a crossover major and pain yeah, yeah what do you do you just want to take the old one in come out with a new one don't you exactly exactly and that's, and that's what we did so I did that paid some cash um, and walked out uh, and got, got some other bits and bobs on it I feel that I mean I, I haggled really well and I managed to get some other stuff thrown in which was good did you get the price dropped uh, the, the, the yeah. price on the windscreen did that drop dramatically not dramatically it dropped quite a bit I think I got 500 quid off of it that's okay yeah, which yeah. is fine but what I did get which um, a lot of main dealers are happy to do which really helps you I mean this is I could only speak from this because this is the only time I've done it um, is uh, I got a three year service uh, plan in there as well right so every year i've gone to nissan and i've had a full proper service like mm-hmm. nissan service mm-hmm. and mot for nothing oh right okay. for the last three years and i've got one more in december and that's it um have i actually have i i might not i might have done them now. and you argued for that to be thrown in so yeah like, what else can you give me what else can you give me what yeah else i said like you know put that in and I, like, I left it to the end i said look put that in and with that like i'll shake your hand and we'll do it now we'll, mm-hmm. I'll, we'll leave it and i'll, I'll, I'll write a check because presumably there. you're in a strong position uh if you walk in there and go right i've got this car i want to part x um i'm prepared to pay cash yeah i assume a lot of people now have to go higher purchase um yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think people just look for, rather than HP, they look for finance. Finance, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah okay, of some kind. <coughs> um, uh, yeah, so which, you, which we should just point out is the biggest mistake you can ever make. Oh, oh yeah, I was looking into it the other day. Basically, you buy the car twice. Yeah. <laughs> At its worst, you, you, you buy the car and then with all the interest on top over, say, five years worth of payments, you might as well just bought, buy a second car. The best thing to do if you're, if you're in a position where you need a car and you haven't got any money for a car, the, mm. you know, or, or you haven't got enough, like you know, it's just get a loan, get a bank loan. Yeah, is that cheaper yeah. than the finance? Yeah, 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 I haven't yeah, looked yeah, into yeah. it, so I wouldn't yeah, know. But yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, but yeah, if you walk, if you're walking in there and go, right, I can buy a car off you today with cash. Uh, this is my budget, sort of thing. Or, or you might want to keep your budget lower than maybe it, what it actually is, so that you've got room to bargain. Yeah, uh, and also if you throw in a, a car to part X as well, you're in a decent position. You can then start yeah. haggling. And I think this is a problem with a lot of people in in Britain generally. They, they don't tend to haggle. No, I, 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 if I'm perfectly honest, I, I don't like it. I don't like doing. Don't it. you? I love it. Um, but that that's just the way I'm. But I, I've I've sort of been bred to understand that car salesmen are utter 
like scum of the earth, and that they expect him to haggle. So I'm kind of happy to do that, and it's kind of a game. Mm. And Would it, do you think the biggest problem with people not haggling uh, is is an embarrassment? Uh, and yeah, a, a British sort of oh no, I couldn't possibly yeah, do that. Hundred percent, definitely, um, definitely. But actually, if you get over that embarrassment, and you do it. You can make yourself a fortune in savings on, yeah. on everything. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, coming back to cars, I would presume personally because I like to haggle a little bit. I would presume. I'd go into the scenario thinking there's a figure that it should sell for, there's the figure that they advertise it for, which will be above that, and then it's your job, me as a buyer, my job is to get it, try and get it lower than the figure it would sell for, yeah. you know, as best you can, <clears throat> or at least get it to the figure that's fair. Yeah, I think if you set yourself a figure that you want to, that you, yeah. you say, I am prepared to pay that for that. Yeah. If uh, I will not pay more than that for that. Yeah. Now, if you go in there and, and you get to the point where you, you know you're at the the bottom line and you're you know, ultimately say, look. I'm going to give, I'll part X my car and I'll give you this in cash and you will give me that car and that and that is the deal. Mm-hmm. Now they can say yes and you, you walk out with a new car and they can say no. And it They're, must be difficult for someone if you're f- pretty much in their ballpark. Say, say for example, I'm just picking the figures out. Say 10 grand, right? You've got 10 grand, right? This is not me, I haven't got this, but yeah. say you had 10 grand budget, yeah? Um, and a car you have seen advertised on the forecourt is 11 grand. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, you, it must be hard for them for, if you're going, if you walk in there and you go, right, I've got £10,000, I can pay it right now, you can have that right now if you give me that car. It'd be very difficult for them to say no. Well, their, their first option is, their, their first reaction is to say, well, we'll take that, but you're going to need to make up that we're, we're going to need to reach somewhere within the middle there. So mm-hmm. what we can do is we'll take your £10,000 and you can have the car in your driveway today, but what we'll do is we'll set up a, a finance plan for the remaining £1,000 for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And you can pay that off over three years. And, you know, with the 1,024% APR variable. So maybe the better thing to do is to go in under the 10. No, I mean, I I just think you need to, you need to reach a common ground and you to say, uh, set your criteria, say, I'm not coming, I'm not getting any finance with you because I've got 10 large in my pocket. uh, And I I don't think that car, that car's not worth 11 grand. Your market, your, um, your markup on that is going to be two to three thousand pounds now you can have two thousand pounds worth of revenue coming in from that car or you can have fuck all it's Mm. up to you Mm. um now i was i was lucky enough to be in a position to buy that car um in december it was a december so it was near the end of the sales year um so there was there's deals to be had if you can you walk into a showroom on 31st december you'll get a deal like 25 percent better than if you walk in there two weeks earlier really was it because it's all that people want to boost their figures towards the end of the year, so they'll they'll give you a deal just to say, oh, do you know what I sold? I sold three hundred cars this year. Three hundred right. cars sounds better than two hundred and fifty, right? right. Um, and they might have certain uh, sales targets or criteria to hit. I wonder if that happens monthly. So you know, uh, presumably there's a cut-off point for yeah, it would happen monthly. Yeah, so if you're lucky and you get the you get the timing right on a particular dealer. Say say it's the the twenty fifth. Say the twentieth of the month. They need to know how many cars they've sold from the previous twentieth of the month. Yeah, and then they actually get paid at the beginning of the new month based on that. You know, the uh, the amount yeah. their, their amount that they get off each car sold. Um, if you're lucky enough to get them on their last day, and they need to get that one last car to hit them. Yeah, and the top bracket of. Um, you know, money back, then they might be willing to do you a better deal than say, yeah. you know, at the beginning of uh, uh, of the next month. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, the um, the those people, the salesmen, the people you speak to on the floor are always going to have a sales leader. Mm-hmm. They're always going to have someone who they have to defer to when it comes to deals. Mm-hmm. Now that guy's going to be less forgiving than the the guy on the shop floor is going to want to be because he just wants to sell. He don't care. And he's not had the he's not put the effort into you, whereas the guy on the shop floor has. 
Yeah, it's just but, like it's uh, a deal or it's not. And that's yeah. how that's how the sales structure is because you have that person who takes out the um, who just looks at the numbers. Well, that's the way it should work in theory. It doesn't always work that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, the guy that I spoke to was um, a guy who I, I bought my car off of was. Um, he was a bit of a pussy. Uh, he was fairly malleable. I, I managed to work him a little bit. His boss was um, a dick, basically, mm-hmm. um, and he he was less forgiving, and to the point where I said a load of things like, "Oh, I want the I want a full tank of fuel. I want some mats. I want this like some other stuff." There's a little bit of work and he's doing. There's a little scratchy. Just get rid of that. And you go, "Okay, fine, love." And when I picked the car up, some of that stuff, like the stuff, the work was done, but it didn't have a full tank of fuel and it didn't have any mats in it. I was like, come on, sort this out. He goes, oh, do we have to do this? Like, we, we've bent over back and said, no, no, that was the deal. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't go back on the deal, that was the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there was a bit of back and forth there. Yeah, you have um, to stand your ground, I suppose. Exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. and that's it. But yeah, the, and you've got to assume it's never going to go exactly the way... It you, doesn't just go... They, they will fight back a lot. Oh, yeah, bit. yeah. I mean, put it this way. You, um, you have to have other options, because you don't want to just go, oh, yeah, all right then. You have to stand your ground and if prepared to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you if you say Nissan for for an for an example, um, not the most glamorous of cars, but the Nissan Qashqai is the country's most popular car. Mm-hmm. Um, if I didn't get the deal that I wanted in that one, I would have wandered up the road to Gantz Hill or whatever, or Buckhurst Hill and gone to their Nissan one and tried it on again. Yeah, yeah. Now the chances are they probably. I mean, if if I was running Nissan and God willing one day I will be, um, they would have spoken to each other and they would have logged my details and said, "Oh, this this joker's coming asking for this." Um, so so when I walked into the door on a Buckhurst Hill one, I go, "Oh, Mister Porter, so um, I see you spoke to our co- my colleagues in Wolfham Abbey." Mm. Uh, you know, that's that's that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, I guess you're looking for because obviously, impending family, you're looking for something bigger, a bit more. Just a, f- a family car that yeah. we're quite happy with. I mean, yeah, uh, we had a little look uh, this week. What are you thinking? Um, I like the Astras, Vauxhall Astras. Yeah, I think they're just a good kind of. They look decent. The, the new shape. Quite happy with the way it looks, and obviously, it's a it's a it's a fairly sturdy, just all round family car. Mm. Um, I quite like the four uh, focuses as well. Uh, Michelle's not so keen, but well, then we saw one yesterday—a really nice, sporty kitted Focus. Yeah, that um, we could. We, we I think we both instantly went, "Oh, we can see that." Focuses are wicked cars. Yeah, they, I mean, as a family car, I mean, I think you're hard to hard to beat. I, if I'm, all the reviewers all say, if you want the most for your money, and we want all the bells and whistles, yeah. Focus is pretty good. Yeah. for you know, because it, it has everything, everything basically. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're mechanically they're so sound and they drive brilliantly. Well, that's um, why I'm, that's why I like my Fiesta. I mean, we, we joke that it's so old and that eleven years old, but it does it still flies around like nobody's oh, yeah. business. Um, they, you know, the full motor company makes good cars. They, yeah, there's, there's no doubt no, about it. There's no getting around. They're the dog's that. bodies of, of the car industry, but that, you know they're just solid, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've had two two falls, and you know, I potentially might get another one. But mm. I quite like the Cougar. The big, uh, oh, they're SUV nice, thing. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, as a kind of as a sort of sideways move from the cash guy, I, look, I like them. Mm. Um, you like the mini SUV types, do you? I do, but I'm sort of I'm more moving towards uh, saloon now. Oh, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at C class Mercs, kind of. Oh, darling, three, three oh. series beamers. Somebody's been paid far too much money, darling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, the thing is, if you want a saloon, it's either that. You want, so you want something nice, you you know, you've got that, or you've got like Mondeos and mm-hmm. it's like, I don't want one of them. 
I no. don't want something that everyone else has got. I just, I, I don't want a Mondeo. Nothing against Mondeos because one of our friends has got one. Um, Wilson's got one, and it's really nice. Yeah. You go in it, it's like it's really heavily kitted out. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but I know what you mean about they the whole. Look, they look wicked, but they're everywhere. That's the thing with the Focus as well. As much as I like the Focus, and they, you know, you get your money's worth out of them. At the same time, every other car seems to be one of them. Yeah, there's lots of variants of Focuses though. If, yeah, you, were to, if you were to get a, an RS, like a sporty version, mm. um, you could get one that no one else has got. Yeah, like you, you could. Well, this one yesterday we saw. I mean, it looked. It didn't look like a focus in no. a lot of ways. You know what I mean? It had like kind of spoilers on the back and stuff. And it's just like, blimey, it's a bit different. Yeah. Um. You know, it, it looked different. You know, from the norm, it was good. Mm. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I'll keep you informed. Yes. Um, but do. hopefully, it won't be a Robin Reliant. Okay. Can I, don't buy a Astra. <laughs> you don't like Astras? <laughs> I really don't like Vauxhalls, man. Oh right. Oh dear. Um, Why? I just, I just don't. I mean, my my mum and dad. Well, my mum's mum's still got. A, she's got an Astra. Like an older one, I think it's. Oh God, I think it's well old. I think it's like fifteen years old. No, oh, so um, reliable-ish. Yeah, it's only because my dad looks after it, mm. um, but she doesn't drive it very often, um, and it's it's soulless. <laughs> I mean, she's not <laughs> going to listen to this, but it's, they're, they're it's, very luxurious now. The new shape, they, they're nice inside leather seats and all that kind of stuff. That's really pretty, pretty nice. Yeah, no, I just I just think it's there's better things out there, and um, yeah, I don't know, it, it's not for me. No. If it's I'll, for you, I'll keep you informed keep me informed yeah by all means so Astra it is <laughs> <laughs> alright okay. we'll, we'll move on Facebook what do you think about it uh, I think it's fantastic you were quite late to the game with Facebook very though. late to Facebook I'm late with everything though you are I, I, never, I was the last person to have a mobile phone I was thinking about this yesterday. Yeah. you only got one like six months I ago I thought they were like they had the <laughs> devil in them yeah not that like, no. <laughs> six months ago yeah what is this with numbers on it um Facebook, yeah, I was quite late to Facebook. Yeah. I was against Facebook at the beginning. I just thought, well, who needs that? Just talk to people. We just go out the pub and have a chat and get pissed. But um, <laughs> actually, as you get a bit older and you can't go out the pub every five minutes, yeah, uh, it's fantastic. I think people have got better at using Facebook. It's become the. Um, I mean, it's almost a verb, isn't it? You know, um, for it's almost a you know the de facto term for social network. Um, I mean, a lot of people keep in touch with their friends more via extended friends, people you kind of see every now and then. Mm. You know more about them than you ever would have now with Facebook because you, they just update. You know, yeah. it's, it wouldn't be people you phone up regularly or you see regularly in whatever social situation you're actually in physically. Yeah. It's kind of people on the periphery. That's where it's it's enriched lives, I think. I think that's a good thing. I, I do agree with you. I think that where, where you've... It's made the world a smaller place, as we've mentioned before. But I just... It, I think people re- rely on it too much. I think they focus on it too much. They become too dependent on it. Mm. Um, and I, you know, there's examples. I ha- I have examples of people who, you know, just spend all day with their face glued to their phone using Facebook. Bah, 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 like poke here. We're, and all, we're all guilty of that sometimes. I think. Yeah, but I mean, there's sometimes. I mean, if you're bored, let's say you're in the doctor's waiting room. Oh yeah. And you just you just you check in. You're just pissing about. Like just you know just doing stuff. That's fine. That's okay. It, it is. It is a toy. Uh, but when you're, you're Facebooking the person you're sitting next to, that's when it becomes a problem. Um, now I think there's a there's going to become a saturation point on there, and we're nearing it now. That with Facebook, there, there's this constant stream of updates. Um, nowhere near as bad as Twitter. I mean, I love Twitter, but we'll, we'll focus on Facebook at the moment. Um, where people people say, "Oh, like I have been to the garden centre and I've done this. What's all that about?" You know, mm. things like that. that's mm. fine. Um, but at the moment, 
it's it's pretty much limited to text and photographs. Yeah. Now with the implementation of stuff like Google Glass, where you you know it's just always recording and you can see stuff all the time. And Google Glass is where you wear glasses. These are the glasses, yeah. Yeah, they have glasses and there's just a little thing. There's a viewfinder in it, and it's yeah. basically wearing social networking on your face. Yes. <laughs> If you can read text messages on the glasses, can't you, and things like that. Yeah, it's, it's basically... You, know, you can like take pictures of what you're seeing. Is pictures right? and video. This uh, is all about to come out soon. Yeah, it's it's essentially like having a HUD. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like having um, a heads-up display, that stands for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I take it you have, like, kind of your Twitter feed you can see to the side of you one eye. You can do eye. that, you can have your you emails. Can have news feeds. And yep. As you're walking down the street, unimpeded, you know, kind of, you know, going to the nearest wimpy, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, yeah. wimpy. Um, to, to have a curly uh, sausage in the bum. Um, is that is that prison speak? Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. It doesn't curl at the end. Um, Not anymore. See, I think recently, I think you're right. We're reaching a saturation point. I mean, for years with Facebook, people always used to say, "Oh, it's so annoying." Facebook, Facebook winds me up because people put this this absolute trash on there. It's banal. Yeah. yeah. This crap. Oh, I'm at the dentist. It's brilliant. Oh, oh, I've gone to the flower shop to buy some flowers. So Facebook isn't there for you to, as far as I'm concerned, read about whether someone's had a poo or not. Yeah. I did though. <laughs> but if people use it correctly, um, and they're, you know, I, I like Facebook for like funny things. I see a new video. Someone puts a new video, check this video out. And it's, Oh, that's quite funny. Yeah. Or, or there's a joke on there, or there's a funny picture of your mate, Dave, um, you know, doing, something, that doing something drunk, not that Dave, the other yeah. Dave, you know, just, uh, so you can keep up with people, but it's, they're giving you some information rather than just saying I'm doing this. Okay. Well, I don't care if you're doing that, but if you give us something to make me laugh or, Oh, that's a nice thing to know about you, you know, then it's a good thing. Mm. And I think that recently for me, the people on my Facebook have been less, uh, less likely to put crap up on there and say, you know, do you think that's because the people that you are friends with uh, are, you know, around your age and, you know, you're maturing more? I mean, I, I saw um, <clears throat> someone at work was logged into Facebook um, and she's 22 years old mm-hmm. um, and she'd gone off. And I don't know why people in my company do this, but they literally just get up from their computer and walk away. They don't lock it. Mm. And I think, like, you're mad. Mm. If, you, if, you, if you turned your back to your computer when I work for the police someone would be on there doing an all, like, an, an all email saying I'm a massive bastard and I like to bum <laughs> men like and, it, and you go no um, you yeah. know and people at work just get up and leave their computer unlocked all night and it's like you're crazy yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was looking at it and it was it was almost indecipherable and it was it was like oh, the messages on their Facebook yeah it was like where people would you know it's lol like, yeah crappy pictures and like all weird like hieroglyphs and it was just it was just appalling and I look at mine it's usually just things like I've gone to the park with the kids and I am singing a song today today is mostly a Whitney Houston day I had such a good time at the body shop you know things like things like ah boring die um, yeah well uh, and uh, for uh, me I've not removed anyone from my Facebook recently where I know a lot of people do I'll get fed up with that person that one yeah, person I've, who keeps putting all shit up I'm gonna get rid of them I've done a few I've, I haven't done it for a couple of years now I haven't done that and I've noticed a change recently in, in, and there were plenty of people who did do, you know, very crappy, oh, I'm sitting on the football at the minute, some kind of messages. So what do I need to know that? But even they've seemed, I suspect that everyone's the same in that even the ones who are annoying go, 
oh god I've got an annoying friend who always puts really annoying things on Facebook yeah you know so that, there's always different levels of annoying and I think they've all recently and it might just be an age thing it might be that most of us our, our natural Facebook friends will be people of our own age-ish yeah uh, and we're all getting a bit on a bit um, maybe they are just suddenly going do you know what I'm only going to put decent things up on here that are worth actually read, what, what I'd want to read. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it's, that's a, it's a very interesting point you raise because, and I think people know this now, the people who run these social networks know that there's a general apathy towards the use of them and, and that people go only put sort of salient information that they need to put across to people. So more and more we find that things integrate with Facebook because Facebook is ground zero for all social network and we know this now it's mm. killed off MySpace Bebo name some others I'm, I'm out of uh, it's killed off YouTube oh no wait no, uh, <laughs> uh, but it's a good I mean YouTube no, you're right, is yeah. fast becoming a social network um, but uh, Facebook that was a nice noise wasn't it Facebook is the uh, um, yeah. is the Deriga only social network there is really they've had a decent film out of it so um, so be true. now that now that the the interest is dying down uh, and people know how to use it, it's not oh look a picture of a dog, mm. um, low cats, yeah, low cats. Uh, more and more things are integrating with it. So as we say, Google Glass, and as um, we found out at the PlayStation uh, launch the other uh, week, uh, well, a month ago, there was uh, there'd be greater integration with sharing. Uh, there's a share button there's on a share thing. button on it so yeah. you can play you play a game and it's always recorded in the last 15 minutes of your gameplay so you hit I, I just did a mega combo or something boom there's my share button records the last and it whatever. sticks it straight on your Facebook it could do yeah or whatever yeah. uh, social it, network that you would like to yeah. choose Yeah, which is Facebook I mean let's face it Facebook, but yeah, it's yeah. connected to your social network so boom it even the current there. consoles, I can put a, an alert out through my Xbox, current Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. It says, oh, I want, I'm, I'm keen on playing this particular game. Anyone of my Facebook friends who are doing the same thing or are keen to play yeah. it, I'm online now, you know, come play it. It's, it's an automatic beacon thing. I think it's called setting a beacon. Yeah, it is, yeah. So, I mean, that's that, only going to get more and more integrated exactly, with technology. That's, that's, that's going to be pronounced some more. And so, with, with, like, iPhones and, and, and iPads, I mean, the iPhones now... They um you can you take a picture and you press another button it says share on your Facebook share on your Twitter yeah it's all integrated into the phone yeah you know yeah absolutely but who's to say that I mean these are technological devices uh these are these are leisure tools apart from the phone I mean I guess that's a tool but you know it's a, 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 we're splitting hairs there who's to say that this isn't going to go further so um let's say you've got a fridge a smart fridge so when you open it and you take something out a barcode gets scanned or it no, notices a discernible difference in the weight, weight. Yeah, weight. Yeah. Like, like it does a, a shopping mm-hmm. uh, self-service shopping things um, and you close the door and automatically it updates your Facebook status to say like Tom is eating a lasagna well that would be I wouldn't want to read that though would you no but just because you wouldn't want to read it doesn't mean someone's not going to want to post it Right, and yeah, if you're friends with them, you've got no choice. Yeah, um, I mean, it could be a way of integrating so uh, social networking like Facebook into your weekly shop. Yeah, so say each week you you want, yeah, I don't know, six yogurts in your fridge at the beginning of the of the new food week. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a pack of ham, a pack of cheese, or whatever. Say you, you know, you've taken out. Have four you been watching yog- me? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know you eat six yogurts. Um, <laughs> So say um, as your smart fridge uh, registers that you've eaten four yogurts or certainly there are four now no longer in the fridge, there are two left, it will automatically do a shopping list for you through, you know, 
what's missing and based on what you buy regularly because you've programmed that into the thing yeah. and it's on your Facebook uh, not that, not that it's there to share with other people but it's something that Facebook becomes more than just a social networking tool it becomes a part of your kind of you know oh I need to I don't know what I need shopping uh, uh, let me just have a look at my my new Facebook app tells me exactly what's missing in my fridge so it becomes part of your agenda it becomes part of your life and it, I mean it's already a massive part of oh, your life I don't want that 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 could be the way forward though, couldn't it? The face fridge, or the fridge book, of course. Fridge, fridge, <laughs> face fridge or fridge book. Either way, I like it. Fridge uh, book. But I don't want that. I don't Trademark want, that. I don't want people to 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 do that. I get what you're saying. It's it's actually I can see that coming. So it, the the fridge the fridge knows that you've um, okay. So let's take it a step further. So the fridge says that yeah, and it posts it up. This is what it's take. Alan has taken chives. Uh, coriander out of his fridge. What are you making here? Uh, he's taken <laughs> he's taken garlic out of uh, his cupboard because you know that notices the difference. And well. three potatoes. He's yeah. taken he's taken some basil out of the uh, little plant. By the he's thing. doing a bowl of herbs. Yeah, he's, you doing. Know, he's he's taken some olive oil out of the thing and uh, some yep. salt and pepper. Yeah, and he's made a pesto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it lists the ingredients and it puts a thing and it says Alan made a pesto at quarter past four on Saturday afternoon. Lolcats. Lolcats. Um, someone might like that. Oh, I like pesto. I like so, your recipe, Al. Yeah, I, I want to do it myself. Exactly. So yeah, and then there's like a bowl of a bowl of spices and do some chicken in it, and I put that in the oven. And the oven, like I, I've put put it into the oven. Oh, do chicken for fucking twenty five minutes. Mm-hmm. I like, cook this, and then my oven. Post the thing and say like I, Alan's oven checked in with chicken, right? Sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. So and, and at the end of that, Alan's eating chicken right now with chives. At the end of that, I take a photograph of this and it tags all of the ingredients and the bullshit. In Presumably there. with a tagline, ta-da! So, yeah, ding. Um, and what it would do then potentially, it know because it's Facebook and it knows everything. It know it's going to send an email or an alert that pings up on your phone to all of my friends. Who who Facebook know likes chicken and or likes pesto? And here's it was- a recipe that Alan tried that he really liked. Yeah, man. And uh, these are the ingredients you can buy. And if you click this, here's button, a, an affiliate link to go to the shop to buy the fucking ingredients. Yeah, uh, oh. or even yeah, exactly. And uh, if you click this button, we'll put it on your shopping list for the week. Exactly what ingredients you need to do. Yeah, like, like, like oh, it's online. Oh, it's, Terminator's taken over, mate. I know. That's what it is. It's Skynet. It's the rise of the robots. It's Skynet. Um, uh, do you know what we joke about this but this is probably less than 10 years off mate this is probably less than 10 <laughs> months off yeah, yeah. All, it, all it takes is for that the, the, the technology to be integrated in things that otherwise they wouldn't be like you expect to have that stuff in your phone you expect to have it in your, your computer I, I would say that you would expect to have that somewhat in your microwave anything that's like more digital than analogue mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. having stuff what I just described there I think having it in your oven probably a step too far uh, but there's nothing to say that you couldn't take a photograph of a meal like mm-hmm. everyone does on uh, Instagram um, uh, and it, you know recognise what it actually is because that is just pictures of foods and cats mm-hmm. all cats all cats um, so that's that's what that is, and it just recognises. Oh, that's a pesto. That's a chicken. That's some balsamic potatoes. That's a salad. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know a glass of uh, champagne, or that's a glass of chablis. Um, or that's a glass of schlur in my case, seeing as I'm not drinking. Um, over two months. Woo. Yeah, we'll come on to that in a minute. Okay. Um, well, yeah, that's good. That's a good subject. Yeah. To to. So I mean, th- that, that's where I see Facebook going. I, I think it's going to saturate, and something has to change. That because people. They're too open with their API to let people connect into it. 
uh, which is what they've had to do to get as big as they are. Mm. But they're going to get to a point of very, very soon where there's too much information on a timeline that can be conveyed for a phone. Because I think the, now the, the balance has shifted. Everyone looks at it on a mobile device rather than on the desktop. It started very much as a desktop. Yeah, when was the last time you logged into Facebook on a, on a computer computer? Um, I mean, on, me personally, it's always on my phone or, or even at worst, it's on like an iPad or something. Yeah, I, I think the last time I did was when I set up the Facebook page for this very com, uh, this very uh, podcast. Because, yeah, bigger things like setting up a page, that kind yeah. of still has to be done on a big computer, yeah, right? Yeah. but you can't... Um, but general ch- checking and... and, and Checking, updating, all yeah. that, all that, all that jazz. Oh, I do it through the phone. I love it. I love just updating, you know, silly pictures and things. Mm. Like, like last night when I was down the pub, there was this guy. There was DJ. Just had the one light. Yeah, he had one light. I will, uh, I will post so this I'll on the. Pic- yeah, put the picture up. I'll share it from the conversation page. Um, one light. I mean, yeah. fancy having one light as a DJ. It's like, look was, at my light show. Look funny, at it. Yeah. Isn't it brilliant? It's all about the music. But look at this lovely blue light. It's like. <laughs> So, uh, you know, and I thought that was funny enough to put on Facebook. Hopefully, it, yeah. you know, it uh, chuckled a few uh, ribs. Yeah. Imagine. Um, do you, do you he was the, playing some great Bowie last night, by the way. Nice. Do you remember the DJ? Ooh, who, who, look uh, at that one light. At the end of the night when he closed down his machine and he had the windows like... <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> the, you know, like and the lights came up. He's like, thank you, folks. That's the end of your night. Fat DJ Fat Twat. Yeah, he was yeah. sitting there. He's, he had the laptop on top of his belly. It was such a shelf. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. It was like kind of... Uh, and was it his mum that kept him getting him yeah, pints? It was, it was it looked like it could be his wife but it probably was his mum who sat behind him on a, on a rickety old chair yeah. and do, he was doing just, a crossword or a word search this guy this guy was fat and a drinker as well wasn't he he was just like get me another pat please mum he was getting so, through a, a, he was easily getting through a drink every other song yeah yeah like, he was so just he was doing bang, a pint every six minutes down in a pint he had the, he had the laptop on, his, on the shelf of his belly and at the end of the night doo, 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 the window <laughs> shutdown menu it was like Amazing. this is the best thing ever and if we had that if, if we if we did you know if you had Google Glass because obviously I, I would imagine that's got some kind of caching system on it so as well you go oh that was brilliant I wasn't recording it but it's always recording like the yeah, how many times thing. do you see something but you've seen it and you haven't had a chance because you didn't know it was coming to film it yeah and you go oh, god that would have been awesome well, it's actually quite an old technology they've had it in police cars for ages where they have um, cameras and stuff on like out the back and out the front or out the sides or all four. Um, and constantly there's a, filming there's a button and it just loops for like ten minutes I think okay. so if they see something they press the button. And it just remembers. It just doesn't delete the last ten minutes, right, and then it carries right. on recording forward. Oh, Much cool. the same as the PS4 thing would, uh, and the Google Glass potentially could as well, depending mm. on how small they can get storage. So the things that you're not expecting that you see, yeah, I mean that could be a revolution in crime and all this kind of stuff. And yeah. see, say you see a car accident, you're walking down the street, you see it, but you've got it recorded on your glass because you've seen it. Yeah, all of a sudden that could be used um, as uh, witness evidence, evidence. and, yeah. and it's, that is that is. Visually, I would yeah. I, I would spend my weekends if I ever had one. I would spend my weekends just driving around, looking at people who are using their phone whilst driving. Interesting. And I would just I would cut that into a nice film. Maybe maybe uh, rub some cold play underneath it so everyone. Would no, 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 it's got to be. <laughs> people crash it and and I'll just send that to the CPS and just go there you go fill your boots fill your boots yeah Um, so that yeah that's that Uh, I think we can talk about that later on I think we need to come back to Facebook and social network and Twitter and all this kind of thing in the future but I want to move subjects in a minute so maybe play the jingle okay Um, (laughs) 
So that's a nice little cut there. Do, do you want to talk about my? Um, my I want to talk about your how your um, not drinking for three months is going. Yeah, really good. Um, I, uh, for the benefit of the listeners, I stopped drinking uh, on my birthday, New Year's Eve. Um, as soon as it went, uh, the clock struck twelve to the. Uh, 1st of January 2013 I ceased to drink was you drinking actually New Year's Eve up yeah, until yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah up until the second oh I was fucked yeah <laughs> yeah. I had a, a number of bottles of champagne because I like champagne excellent um, excellent and, yeah excellent as we say in France uh, and I, I got mullered um, and yeah it got to 12 o'clock and I put my glass down excellent now we're well into two months three months coming up to three months in well it's going to be it's going to be about 80 days when this podcast comes out um, and I, I feel good I mean I, I I, I I thought it was going to be a really big struggle, because um, uh, if I'm perfectly honest with you, I got into the habit of kind of drinking every day and just having a glass of wine. Uh, December's not great for when you work in the city or you know you have to do things like that. Well, it's great. It's not great if you don't want to drink. Yeah, um, I mean, it's I, great if you do want to drink. <laughs> I, I, I was getting quite heavy as well. I mean, I, to, uh, the end of December I was 14 stone. You got to think I'm only five seven five eight. I'm five seven. Fuck it. I'm not. Who am I, who am I kidding? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, he's so, a little midget. Yeah, pretty fat. Um, I hope, I hope. Yeah, and I mean, I'm quite, I'm quite chunky, but like you know, yeah, I've got broad shoulders. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm quite a big guy, but um, it was, it was mostly fat at that point. Now, <laughs> I've lost. Uh, I'm down to twelve stone now. So you've two, lost two stone. I lost two stone in two months. Wow. Um, I've not. I've literally not touched a drop. There's been no cheats. No, like, oh, go on. Like, just not. not no so, one or no. Yeah, not so much as a sniff of rum cake. Um, and that is a literal example. Um, yeah, I've been. I've been astonishingly good with it. Uh, you I've, found it fairly easy. Yeah, really. I, I've actually found it a lot. Because you've easier. been all right. You come up the pub still. You've been out. Yeah, you know, yeah. We've, it's we've, not like you've hidden yourself away. Or we've anything. been to a couple of events. Went uh, to a gig last week. Yeah, so we the Fallout Boys. Yeah, we've um, had lots of. Yeah, we went to a, a gig that was uh, sorry, an event that was free booze. That was. Um, that yeah, was fine. we did. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, I, I've got no. I've got no problems. I'm going out for Mother's Day. There's um, and you know, I, I've been out a few times with Nat, and you know, I've driven. Um, it's it's really not that bad. Um, mm-hmm. I've not I've not found it too difficult. Uh, and if I'm perfectly honest with you, the, the thought of having a drink now, I'm a bit worried about it. Really? Uh, yeah, kind of a bit. Not, do you not? Do you even want to do it? I don't. I don't feel like I need to. Mm. I would like to. I mm. do. I do feel like I sort of I'm missing out a little bit uh, when I go out, but not in such a way that I feel like oh fuck, I really need to have a drink. No. Because um, I kind of I kind of like everyone being a bit squiffy, and I'm not. Um, you like that? Yeah, I do like that. And I, I think one of the things that I've learned from this experiment is that there's going to be times in the future when I go out and I'm not going to drink, and I'll be okay with that. Okay. It, ha- it has changed my relationship with alcohol. That's good. Um, yeah, it's good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised with myself, and it's taught me that I can do some things in a certain way. Um, as much as I was and always have been, like I can drink in moderation. Like as I say, I was drinking every day in December, but it was. It, if it wasn't like going out to an event or something, um, I'd just be, I'd come home and I'd have a glass of wine mm. sort of thing. Someone like, say that's excessive. What, a glass do you of think, wine? Well, every day. Yeah, no, I would, every as, day. I would as well. I would as well. And it was when I got, it, when I realised it was towards the middle of December, I thought, this is a bit bad actually now. Mm. Um, Why so, did you do that? Why did you fall into that? Was it because of uh, work stress and all kind of life stress? stress? It wasn't a stress thing. I just like it. it I, just I, I like, you enjoy doing it. Yeah, that. I just enjoy a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't getting pissed. No. It was just, I, I like a glass of wine for dinner. But I know that it's unhealthy. 
Um, Every day, certainly. Yeah, but you know, you do that. But then there's also days where you go out and you get shit faced, and you've still got the alcohol in your system and it builds up. And yeah. you know, as I say, I wasn't massively healthy at that point. Um, mm-hmm. And I haven't changed my diet considerably, but I have changed the fact that I don't drink. Mm-hmm. And I've been I've been gone to the gym practically every day as well. So the two stone has not just been through stopping drinking; it's been through exercise, a combined effort. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, uh, to be honest with you, I probably should have lost a little bit more if I if my diet had been better. But I've been uh, oh, two stone. You can't scoff every, at that. That's, no, that's no. An awesome achievement. And I would hope to do another uh, another at least a half a stone by the end of March. I think this is going to be more tricky now mm. because the majority of that was just fat. Really, it's just a bit flabby. But now I'm a bit more defined. I can see that it's going to be more of a struggle yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to it do does, that. It definitely plateaus a bit, doesn't and it? And I mean, the thing about it, I'm 32 now, so I think getting down to 11 stone would be a bit of a stretch. Mm. I don't think I've, I don't think I think, I don't think I've ever weighed 11 stone. Um, would that for, put you underweight? What, 11, 11 stone? No, I, I think it'd be just about right. Uh, um, maybe a little bit. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's the joke. You know, I look at my BMI. And it says that I'm not tall enough because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's basically like it's, it's like height and weight sort of thing. Right. Um, but I'm it's good. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a drink uh, the end of March because mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna break my own rule. Uh, the, the, the 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 actual final day I'm gonna have a drink. Oh right. Just a fuck. You got myself. something planned? Uh, I'm going to your gig. Oh right. Oh yeah. I'll definitely drink at that. It'll yeah sound yeah yeah. Better. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a. <laughs> Uh, I'll be a very cheap date, uh, yeah. put it that way. Um, so that, that's my that's two my drinks. You'll be on the floor, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now I've I've, I've cut down as well recently. Um, I used to go out. Well, we used to go out every night. Yeah, while, but yeah, oh, yeah. we've discussed this before. But we uh, certainly every weekend, and I don't go out every weekend now, which no. is a good thing. Sometimes you really want to, um, but the weekends you don't go out, I've noticed that you've just got more energy and mm. you don't feel. I mean, it's 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 obvious, really, but you don't feel awful on the day after and stuff, and you can get up a bit early. A hangover, I'm really yeah. dreading. I'm yeah, really I mean, dreading. tomorrow I'm going to be a mess because I'm going out tonight. Um, but yeah. this is the first time I'm really going out for a proper drink in weeks. Yeah, um, really. I I couldn't think about I couldn't think about having a hangover at the moment with two kids, and now that I now that I know that. <clears throat> now that I know that the way that I generally feel, like mm-hmm. when I haven't, I haven't had a drink for two months. So when I wake up, I feel the same this morning as I did feel yesterday. It's steady, like, yeah, yeah, it's steady. It's really consistent. Um, whereas I don't just wake up and feel consistently shitty. Mm-hmm. I feel consistently healthy, which is something I haven't experienced for quite some time. Uh, the thought of waking up with a hangover, the first time it's going to be funny because I'll just be a mess, and yeah. I think Natalie will be fairly sympathetic. Yeah, and, and it'll just yeah. be like, oh, he hasn't done it for three months, blah blah blah. Um, but <clears throat> I don't want to do that. Regularly. I don't. I hate being hungover. I hate just feeling shit. Mm. Um, it's a bit of a waste of the next day. Say you go out on a Saturday night and you really go for it. You have a blowout. Yeah. You know, like that's really why go. everyone goes out on a Thursday. What so that they feel shit at work on the Friday? Yeah, and you then struggle right through, for the weekend. Yeah, you struggle through Friday because uh, you can't you can't spend your Saturday with your kids with a hangover. No, you just can't. No. Um, so you go out Thursday. You struggle through Friday, and mm. as long as everyone's in the same boat. Uh, and then you know that's that's it's all then cool. Then you go to bed early Friday night. You're up bright and breezy on a Saturday morning, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, you put you know you get the crack out. <laughs> <laughs> I must say I have stopped drinking, but the heroin has just gone oh, through the roof. Oh, it's beautiful. It's so Moorish. Yeah, and that's the beauty of travelling to work on the Victoria Line. You can just openly smoke heroin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fact. Yeah, yeah. Fact. yeah. Money off your Oyster card. Uh, so it's it's um it's good. I mean, I, I would I would really suggest. I would I would suggest it. I mean, did you have you ever done a dry January, for instance? I've never done dry anything since dry. I was seventeen. Fair enough. Um, I, I would I would honestly I would as a detox thing, 
I do. I would suggest it, and I think January is a good one because you, January is a good because you've yeah. you've hit it really hard on Dece- in December, and there's a few people who do it, so you won't feel left out. Obviously, don't do like June. The, a little bit. Of the problem <laughs> for me is yeah, exactly. A little bit. Of the problem for me is because um, of the way work is. Um, it's a social thing a lot of the times, and so it'd be very very hard for me not to drink at all because I am meeting people and yeah. And that, that's how it works, you know. But yeah, I mean, you, if you, for uh, a month you could do that. I could do it. Yeah, you could. No, do, you, you just could. make your excuses, right? Just say, "Oh, look, I'm I'm not drinking." Like, yeah, know. absolutely. And um, you know, people know that you do drink because mm. you do. I mean, this is London, and you get some silly looks if or some odd looks. But you go, oh, "You don't drink. What's wrong with you?" People like if you'd gone somewhere and say, "Are you, do you crazy?" Know what? I'm a paedophile. They go, "Okay, fine." Oh, that's I'll, fine. Yeah, but yeah. you don't drink. You don't drink. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with you? Are you mad? Get out of my sight. Uh, people do think you're strange if you don't drink because um, it's, it's that's a culture of, that's a British culture it's, it, yeah, it's even worse up it's north it's part right? of the, the social strata yeah um, that's even worse in northern towns it is and cities yeah I think so uh, yeah. so okay so that, that, that's what I want to say really it's been really helpful a uh, really healthy thing for and me you would do. recommend I would really heartily recommend and if anyone's got any experience of doing this or they find it difficult please do get in touch with uh, us uh, I will be extremely supportive and offer you some advice. Tom will probably ridicule you if I'm being perfectly honest. You don't drink? Why don't you drink? <laughs> that would be my response. Yeah. yeah. But uh, on, uh, feel free to put stuff on our uh, Facebook page as we've discussed or discussed. You it. know, we've got one. Yeah, you know, you know it's out there. Uh, so that's enough from me, uh, Alan Porter. And me, Tom Hutchison. And we will see you at episode 10 next week. Number 10, double digits. See you later. Bye bye.